0: Caustic Soda is made possible in part by The Howard P. Lovecraft Foundation The Corporation for Morbid Podcasting And listeners like you Visit causticsodapodcast.com Slash support And give us some of your money Because what are you going to do with it really? Huh?
1: When being buried, try to take something valuable with you You might need to be rescued by grave robbers I'm Joe Fulgham
0: Bells, flags, lamps What could be safer than a coffin? I'm Torrin Atkinson. We're going to dig so deep into this topic, our hands will
2: be bloody stumps. I'm Kevin Leeson, and today on Caustic Soda, we're buried alive.
0: Bam! Buried alive. Ah. Buried alive.
2: I don't suffer from claustrophobia, so I didn't get entirely caught up in this topic, but uh, I do find it fascinating.
0: But do you suffer from taphophobia?
2: Taphophobia?
0: The fear of being buried alive. Buried alive. There's a fear of being buried alive. Are you going to say that every time we say the topic of this podcast? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's what I thought. Berg. 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 B-H-E-R-G-H. Pre-Indo-European for protect, preserve. That is the origin of bury. Oh, okay. All right. Or bury. Hmm. Tomato, tomato. Buried alive. Premature burial leads to
2: death through? Asphyxiation. Correct.
1: Hmm, yeah. Uh, uh, Hunger? like uh, starvation, starvation? Starvation? Dehydration. I mean, you die from that before starvation.
0: And if you're in cold climates,
1: of course, hypothermia. Oh, yeah. The ground's pretty...
0: Yeah, you get the permafrost
2: kind of thing.
1: Or Or even just cold ground. I mean, you're not getting any sunlight and... You know, you're down, you're down, when you're down in a basement, the, a concrete basement, the floor is quite cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you're under it, it's probably cooler.
0: In the absence of air, loss of consciousness will take place within two to four minutes and death by asphyxia within five to 15 minutes.
1: Ooh, that's definitely first.
2: That's before dehydration.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're really thirsty.
0: <laughs> Permanent brain damage through oxygen starvation is likely after a few minutes, even if the person is rescued before death.
1: Now, if fresh air
0: is accessible in some way, survival is more likely to be on the order of days in the absence of serious injury.
1: Until the uh, dehydration
0: kicks in,
2: yeah, you can go like the two, three days without water,
0: something like that. Depending on how uh, moist you are,
2: <laughs> I guess. For some of us who are eighty-five percent water instead of just eighty,
0: is that is that the stat? I thought it was like ninety something. Oh, I don't know. I don't uh, know exactly how much water. Your joke fails on a technicality.
2: I fail in a technicality in more ways than one.
0: So, of course, uh, being buried alive was uh, often a cruel method of execution. Mm-hmm. Oh, really?
2: Uh, where and when? Well,
0: let me tell you. I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> I'm
2: glad I asked, too. I want to know.
0: Uh, Vestal virgins, which is to say priestesses of Vesta in Roman times, mm-hmm. who broke their vow of chastity, were buried alive Ooh. in the campus Sceleratus or evil field, which was an underground chamber near the Colline Gate, although they were buried with a few days of food and water.
2: So this is the punishment for sluttiness.
0: Exactly.
1: I don't think we should punish that. Quite the opposite. Where, where would all the college girls go?
0: They'd be buried alive in your <laughs> room. <laughs> Medieval monks and nuns were also similarly punished for the same thing. Although they were also walled into small niches, just barely large enough for their bodies. So oh, yeah. walled as supposed to buried, but similar effect. Uh, the
2: term for the walling in? Immurement.
1: Immurement. Oh, Good yeah. word. I know. I really like that word. am going to make a supervillain called the Immurer. It's
2: the least dangerous sounding supervillain of all
1: time. Well, he buries you alive. That's his power. <laughs> you don't want to get caught by this guy. The Immurian? The Immurian. The Immurer is what I said. No, None of the heroes would be able to... The super Immurer. Oh, no.
0: It's that guy that buries people. I'm the immurer!
1: Sure, you are, pal. Yeah. That's it, I'm immuring you. All of a sudden, the guy's underground.
0: Oh, I'm immured! Damn my eyes! <laughs> Can't
1: breathe. Gonna die in 5 to 15
0: minutes. You can imagine that this would be a particularly terrifying way to be executed. Yeah, no kidding. So you can imagine every stage, comprehend what's going on, being trapped in total darkness with limited or no yeah. movement.
2: And especially these vessel virgins, if they're in a chamber that's just like underground, it's not you. You're not going to get the asphyxiation five to fifty minutes. You're going to be the dehydration,
0: starvation. Yeah, behind. exactly. So the physiological and and physical torment. Yeah. Panic, cle- extreme claustrophobia,
2: and all for uh, giving up your virginity.
0: Yep. Let that be a lesson to the rest of you sluts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah don't, don't become vestal that's the lesson. yeah just don't be a priest of vesta just avoid religion altogether and just you know go ahead be a slut but just not a religious I, one i am oh i'm gonna
0: immuro- immura you you're not the immura <laughs> i could be so historically there are a few N- not execution so much it's just b- being buried alive happens kevin it just happens
2: Tell me more.
0: Especially before our modern medical wonders, right. being right. able to yeah. tell when you're alive or dead. Yeah, technologically speaking. Because in the past, that's not been, you know, people have gone into trances and yeah. comas and whatnots. Yeah. So some of the earlier ones, in the 17th century, plagues would would result in collapse and apparent death.
2: Okay, there were plagues, yeah, I'm totally, I'm on side
0: with that. You're on board with me so far? Cholera and smallpox, yeah. This this guy named William Tebb compiled 149 cases of premature burial, 10 cases in which bodies were accidentally dissected before death.
1: Okay, now I
0: have a phobia
2: of that. Yeah, no kidding. What
1: is that called? Dissectophobia.
0: There was a philosopher named John Dunn Scotus in the Middle Ages as well, who was reportedly found outside his coffin with his hands torn and bloody after attempting to escape.
2: Oh, nice. So, But he was dead. He was found dead or he was found alive? Good question. Don't know. Dead or alive. Maybe he was. Uh, he made it, but he'd expended all of his energy to get out of his coffin. No,
1: he just
0: a collapsed. A big pile of bloody stumps. So the fear was heightened by reports of doctors and accounts in literature in the newspapers. And uh, Edgar Allan Poe, of course, wrote The Fall of the House of Usher. Has anyone read
2: this? I have read The Fall of the House. It was like required
0: reading in high school. But I also wrote uh, The Premature Burial, which contained accounts of supposedly genuine cases of premature burial, as well as detailing the narrator's own perceived interment while still alive. So the narrator was speaking in the first person of his own premature burial. Something like that. There's a 6th century monk in Iona. Iona. Iona.
1: I don't know where that is.
0: Uh, Having presumably been declared dead, he was buried but was dug up again the following day and found to be alive.
2: Oh, snap. So why did they dig him up? Did did they hear him, like, calling? Or they just went, you know, I know we buried Jim yesterday, but let's just double check. Let's just take another peek. Oh, man, I left my watch in his coffin.
0: (laughs) That must have been it. I think I dropped my wallet in there. But when he claimed that after his first burial he had seen heaven and hell, he was subsequently reburied for heresy. (laughs) So, so that's a lesson.
1: <laughs> Iona is a small island off the western coast of Scotland. All right. So hold on. Let me get this straight. They buried a guy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: For some unknown reason, they dug him back up again. Yeah which case, he was alive. Right. And they went, oh, all yay. hail, yay, we didn't accidentally bury our friend and colleague alive. This
0: guy's like, oh my God, I saw God. Like, what happened? He had a big were,
2: beard. You, while you were buried, it was like, oh, I went to the other side, and I saw God, and I saw the There were all these and, gnomes. <laughs> it, was, it was like clouds. God and, is a series
0: of tubes. And ben- <laughs>
2: And, and 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 Bernie, there was a burning sensation. I know that the afterlife exists because I've seen it. And then they went back and the in the say, with
0: you. You can't say that, heretic? It's only one thing for you. Did they bury him alive? The details are sketchy. This was quite a while ago. And may not even be true, of course.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you think the second burying alive may have been, uh, he might have been a little more, um, say, animated? in
1: his. <laughs> his. Yeah. No bit more of a struggle either that or maybe he went the opposite way i've done this before yeah i've been there done that you think you think this is gonna get me i've done this already man see you with the gnomes yeah this is old I'll, hat. I'll see you in heaven yeah. or hell
0: and then uh also in the 17th century uh the scottish marjorie elfenstein was buried with her jewelry and then when uh jewel thieves dug her up to make the the robbery uh-huh. the grave robbing if she you went, will boo. yeah she walked home and outlived her husband by six years
1: and, you know, I'm, I'm sure she let them keep the jewels. Yeah, saved by grave like, robbers. Dudes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Keep my diamonds. <laughs>
2: I owe you more. <laughs> I owe you big time. You know what even more cruel is like, no witnesses, stab. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, um, sorry
1: about being alive, lady. We want your jewels. Yink.
0: They probably shouted, ach, zombies! Because
1: <laughs> it wasn't Scotland after all. Or it was like the beginning of, of uh, Aliens when they find Ripley. Ah, oh, there goes our salvage. So let's move to the 1850s then.
0: An Adisto Island.
1: Adisto? A-D-I-S-T-O?
0: A young girl visiting uh, the island in South Carolina. Okay. Dies of diphtheria. She's interred in the local family's mausoleum. Mm Mm-hmm. Quickly, because it was feared that the disease might spread. So and later, one of the family's sons dies in the Civil War, so they open the tomb to, to put him in. There's a tiny skeleton there on the floor just behind the door in rags. Because she got up and tried to get out of the mausoleum. (laughs) The British Medical Journal said, The clothes which covered the... Oh, wait, I'll do this in Britain. Do this in Britain. British Medical, too. The clothes which covered the unfortunate woman were torn to pieces. and She had even broken her limbs in attempting to extricate herself from the living tomb. The court sentenced the doctor who had signed the certificate and the mayor to three months' imprisonment for involuntary manslaughter.
2: Stop I, that. I love how James Mason becomes <laughs> your, like, your total your fallback English accent.
1: Who does that? Most people do really bad Monty Pythons. Yeah, exactly.
2: State. I do John Cleese. <laughs> Please do. The only United Kingdom accent I can do is lines from train spotting. You're an evil fucking shot for the vegetarian.
0: <laughs> Did you know that George Washington had uh, taphophobia? I know he had, had non wooden teethophobia.
1: Wow. <laughs> i don't i don't think he got wooden teeth because he was he was afraid Afraid of of non-wooden regular teeth (laughs) i gotta get these fucking things out of my head do you know that these things are like bones in my mouth it's Ah! like oh i'm so disgusted
0: on his deathbed he made his servants promise not to bury him until 12 days after his death fair enough wow and that was the ideals upon which that other nation was founded upon that other nation?
2: Which nation is that?
0: The America.
1: The United States of America. That's
0: the one.
2: It, it should be on their flag, on their coins. Do not bear me for twelve days after I die. The Constitution. He must have been funkadelic. Yeah. I mean, where did they keep him? Like,
1: which is ironic because in the Washington Monument, of course. To have Parliament funkadelic. <laughs>
2: he must have been George Senate, Clinton funkadelic. Cause S- Senate funkadelic. 12 days in Washington, D.C.
1: It's hot. Yeah, it's very, sw- very swampy. swampy. Yeah. yeah, Bugs would have got at him. That, although, you know, that would kind of be proof that he's actually dead. Oh, look at that. His eyeball's falling out. I think we can bury him now. No, no.
2: How about after four days, they stuck him out, and his eyeball still fell out, and he
0: woke up. And he woke up, I'm and blonde,
2: was like, I'm blind, I'm blind. No, oh, then he'd be super tough. He'd have a patch.
0: <laughs> and wooden teeth. He'd be like a pirate. Yeah.
2: then start another war just because, like, he's looking super, super tough these days, man.
0: I can't just sit behind a desk now. (laughs) Yeah. Would we call them peg teeth then when he becomes a pirate? Speaking of America, Santa Ana, California, 1917. Hungarian-American magician and escapologist. Harry Houdini. That's the guy. Uh, He had a couple of uh, tricks, buried alive tricks. The most notable one being, uh, being buried without a casket in a pit of earth six feet deep. Uh, he became exhausted and panicky, trying to dig his way to the surface and called for help.
1: Mm. So it didn't go Ooh, wow. as planned entirely. And th- these are the tricks you don't hear about. Normally it's a trick that, you know, he gets in a box and they put the box on the ground. And the trick is, he's not in the box anymore.
2: But this time he was like, screw it, I'm going to go in the box and I'm going to I'm going to succeed in getting out. And he just whined like a little school. He got down there. He didn't
1: understand how
0: much six feet of dirt weighs. <laughs> well, when his hand finally broke the surface, he fell unconscious and had to be pulled from the grave by his assistants.
2: Well, like that guy in the 17th century who was found with bloody stumps
1: next to his grave.
0: Houdini wrote in his diary that the escape was very dangerous.
1: That's who? That's your Houdini? Houdini was the guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Asps. Very dangerous.
0: And the weight of the earth is killing. <laughs> that's also inked. You go first. So that brings me to how to survive being buried alive.
2: Well, that seems like a logical segue from buried the Houdini. Alive. The greatest escapist of all
0: time, barely making it out of his uh, of his own grave. Called this from the Worst Case Scenario Handbook. <laughs> wow. I like that book.
2: I like the name of that book.
0: Do you own the handbook, or is this just an excerpt? No, but I worked at Ranko's Books, and so I read some of it.
2: What? The, just out of curiosity, what are the other things that were involved in the Worst Case Scenario Handbook?
0: Drowning and alligator attacks and stuff like that. Maybe we should get a copy and write it off. Caustic yeah, if, soda.
2: If only we made some money we could write it <laughs> Hey, that's against. a perfect segue
0: to go to causticsoda and click on support.
2: Uh oh, and get some t shirts and uh and hoodies. So
0: we can buy a book. So we can buy a book. Otherwise <laughs> 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 Worst Case scenario handbook. Conserve your air supply. This is item number one. Well,
2: I would say so. That is definitely it seems that asphyxiation is the number one way in which to
0: lose it. And this kind of conflicts with the earlier information but it says if you're buried in a typical coffin you will have enough air to survive for an hour or two at most hmm.
2: Hmm. it
0: says to take deep breaths then hold for as long as possible before exhaling let's try that now <laughs> i lose oh joe wins joe's triumphant <laughs> Do not breathe and then swallow. I think we just broke some
2: cardinal rules for broadcasting. I think Don't hold your breath for day, as long as you
0: possibly can.
2: Day one of of broadcast school, I'm sure they say, okay, the one thing do not do on the air is hold your breath for as long as you
1: can. But that's dead air with a reason,
0: right? You know, in editing, I can put as much <laughs> dead space as I want. <laughs> Do not breathe and then swallow, which will lead to hyperventilation. Do not light a match of, or lighter, of course. Uh,
2: because you've inevitably farted. And you don't want that <laughs> exactly. explosive combination. Although it may blow you right out of the grave. Oh, good point. <laughs> light, so number three should be light your farts.
0: Do light your farts. Yeah, Do not yell. Yelling will lead to panic, which will increase your heart rate and lead to fast breathing, which will consume your air supply. Wow,
2: well, Houdini broke that rule because he was whining like a schoolgirl on But he for knew help. people
0: were there.
1: Help me! Uh.
0: Help! Press up on the coffin lid with your hands. An inexpensive pine box, which is chipboard, or a recycled paperboard coffin will have some give it to it, so it will be relatively easy to break through. If you feel flex in the coffin lid, continue to step three. However, a metal clad or hardwood coffin will be impossible to pierce. In this case, your only hope is to signal for rescue using a metal object like a ring or a belt buckle to signal. Wait, wait, I can do this. Oh no shit I fucked it up. <laughs> okay, if I'm ever buried alive, this will be my signal. But you should really do SOS, which is what? Three short, three long and three short.
1: I'm sure if you did OSO OSO. People wouldn't walk past and go, Oh, he's fine. No, it's three short, two long, three short.
0: Is it? No, I think you're wrong. No, it's three three three. Oh, I think it's three two three. It's three, three. We're not gonna rescue you, my friend. Because we gotta find out what two dashes is now oh, yeah, <laughs> what you're really saying
2: I'm SNS. yeah let's <laughs> not let's not dig him up s n s is uh
1: so uh s is uh, three short uh and o is three long what's two so what's long? too long is m two long as m you're S-N-S. saying s m s s m s oh i'm texting see <laughs> <laughs> <the> original texting <laughs> Zero is five long. What the?
0: Uh, remove your shirt. Tie the bottom of the shirt in a knot. Place your head through the neck hole. The knot should be on the top of your head. The shirt will prevent you from suffocating on loose earth. So a, a head bag. Yeah, basically. <laughs> a head- oh, a headbag. <laughs> it's full of heady goodness. Uh, break through the coffin using your feet. Begin kicking the coffin lid. A cheap coffin may have already split from the weight of the earth above, making okay, your yeah. job easier.
2: I don't know. How much room do they expect you to have in this coffin? But how the hell are you supposed to bring your legs up into a position where you can kick the lid of the coffin? Basically, you have to be a contortionist to get into this
1: position. You could kick up a bit, like you can just but move your just leg from up. your like toes, though. Yeah, right? yeah, you wouldn't be able to get much knee and flex behind. You. Yeah,
2: because well, I was thinking like you know if you want to bring your knees to your chest and like push up, yeah. like we, we may have it. to do a
0: practical experiment. Right. Kevin will be burying you.
2: What? Yeah. Hey, you're the one questioning this, so... Well, I know for a fact I won't be able to get in that position. That's what I'm saying.
0: Break apart the lid with your hands and feet to let the loose dirt rush in. This is where it gets exciting. Uh Uh-huh. Use your hands to push the dirt toward your feet. Mm -hmm. There should be some space at the bottom end of the coffin below your feet. As the dirt rushes in, work quickly but calmly, as well as you can, because you're fucking buried alive, (laughs) to (laughs) fill the space at your feet. When the space fills up, push dirt to your sides... Breathe slowly and regularly. Breathe slowly and regularly. Because you're not panicking at all. (laughs) Sit up. As you move into a seated position, the looser above will move to fill the space you just occupied. As the dirt falls, continue to push it into the coffin until you can stand up. This is you standing up in dirt.
2: See, again, this is presuming that the, the the coffin above your sort of like head and chest area is the part that you're breaking apart and pushing down towards your feet. And then you can stand up into it. I'm just saying, how do you bust open... The part that's like, you know, sort of in your midsection with your. It
0: your, all sounds very dubious you know. to me, and that's why we have to have our practical
2: experience. <laughs> and I'm sorry,
1: Kevin, it's going to have to be you. You're questioning it. And I think you can do it, man. I'm behind you 100%. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well,
2: let's get me a pine box. Let's start without any dirt above me and see if I can get into the position to push the lid open.
1: Once you're standing, you should be able to push
0: the dirt above you up and out of the grave. When you clear the dirt above you, climb the fuck out. <laughs> Does it say that? No.
1: <laughs> Now I would think that uh, these excellent steps should be uh, printed on the inside of every coffin, <laughs> with, a, with In Braille. A, well, I was just going to say with a small battery powered light, so the light can be on for say t- a week, and yeah. then the battery or dies. twelve days, as, uh, per, per twelve Washington. days as, as per Washington. Yeah. Well,
0: this leads us to straight into safety coffins, then. Oh, it's safety coffins. But first, they sound very safe. I should just point out that escaping from a coffin interred during a rainstorm will be difficult. <laughs> <laughs> because the compacted weight of the wet earth will make digging almost impossible and don't get be buried in clay either if you can possibly avoid it
2: oh but you probably wouldn't die from dehydration because you could drink mud as i often
0: do mm-hmm. all right safety coffins what is a safety coffin uh, the chamberlain to the czar of russia mm-hmm. count Karnice karnicky you love that name I, I do. There's a lot of alliteration involved. did you? Because you said on a previous podcast that any anybody who has the same first and last name parents are just not trying.
2: Yeah, it, it doesn't bode well for their future because they're not coming. They're coming from a pretty shallow gene pool.
0: He was also a doctor of the law faculty at the University of Louvain in Belgium.
2: Ooh, so that's not a shallow gene pool. Sounds like a smarty pants.
0: Screams of a young Belgian girl who came out of a trance, as well as the earth fell on her coffin.
1: Oh, okay. So they're throwing the dirt down. And yeah,
0: she lost it. He and he just went. Oh my God, that's horrible.
1: That's horrible. Keep putting dirt on top to muffle that sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta stop hearing that sound. That's shrieking. More dirt. That shrieking is more dirt to muffle it, please.
0: <laughs> he invented a coffin which will, which allowed a person accidentally buried alive to summon help in 1897. And how does that work? You got a tube extending to a box on the surface, attached to a spring-loaded ball sitting on the corpse's chest. So any movement of the chest would release the spring, which opens the box lid and admits light and air into the coffin. And, to signal help, a flag would spring up, a bell would ring, and a lamp would burn. It's like the Rube Goldberg of uh, coffin safety. (laughs) So here's the problem. It it didn't, didn't catch on. Because for one thing, as you decay, your chest will cave in. And it'll activate the box. <laughs>
2: Ding! Quick, dig him up if they've been buried for a month and a half. Oh my god, he's
1: alive! He sprang to life. Don't
0: dig him up, he's a vampire.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or they do dig him up, and there's a like decaying, caving in chest. Yeah, lovely.
0: Furthermore, a demonstration in which one of uh, Carnice Karnicky's assistants had been buried alive ended badly when the signaling systems failed.
1: Did the assistant perish?
0: The breathing tube had activated, and the assistant was was unharmed.
1: One of the explanations could be that he's dead. No
0: flags, no lights, no, no, bell, no bells, bells. No burning lamp. No gnomes.
1: <laughs> no gnomes.
0: <laughs> the 1820s saw the use of portable death chambers in Germany. What? Now I know what this sounds like. <laughs> the, uh, Germans
1: with death chambers? What are the odds? Portable death chambers. I need to know more about this.
0: A small chamber equipped with a bell for signaling and a window for viewing the body was constructed over an empty grave. Watchmen would check each day for signs of life or decomposition (laughs) in each of the chambers. And if the bell was rung, the body could be immediately removed. But if the watchman observed signs of putrefaction in the corpse, a door in the floor of the chamber would be opened and the body would drop down into the grave. Plop. (laughs) And then they could, like, take the chamber out and then throw the dirt in it. Oh, a panel could then be slid in to cover the grave and the upper chamber removed and reused. Perfect. People
2: were really afraid of being buried alive back in the 17th and 18th centuries, huh?
1: Apparently, it happened quite a bit. Yeah. They couldn't measure
2: brain activity, and that yeah, people would slip into comas and stuff. And they've just whatever happened to like sticking a mirror over your nose and mouth and seeing the condensation. Whatever happened to check Very for pulses? Shallow breathing. I don't know. Even doctors of the day should have been known to check for pulses, shouldn't they?
0: Maybe there's just a lot of zombieism back then, <laughs> or they didn't have many doctors, or the doctors didn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> or they did go to school, and the school was crappy. Well, I guess, you
2: know, back in the in the old-timey days, it was like the barber that did a lot of medical
1: procedures and stuff like that. Like, the surgeon.
2: Yeah, if ever you needed something removed, like a mole or whatnot, you went to your barber, because they
1: were the ones with the knives. This actually has the info on John Duns Scotus. It wasn't that he was he broke out of his coffin with bloody hands. It's that they opened his tomb and opened his coffin, and his hands were torn and bloody, but he was dead. So this now this time... Well, July. I guess I
0: was wrong then. <laughs> I guess that was my fault.
2: So I'm the only one that hasn't lied so far this episode. Buried alive. There's still
0: a, a whole second half for <laughs> you to lie in. There's time. And finally, the Nanking Massacre.
2: Oh. Well, I know about the Nanking Massacre, but I didn't know how much burying alive there was going on. This is in
0: 1937. Chinese civilians were buried alive by the Japanese army.
2: Yeah, well, I knew I knew that they'd massacred thousands of yeah, they,
0: chinese they shot and raped thousands it's like two hundred ra- thousand, i think it's actually called the rape, the rape of man king yeah there's right? a book
2: yeah and so there's a lot there was a lot of shooting and raping i didn't realize there was a lot of burying alive there was some being there's a photo
0: right there of them burying of them burying civilians yeah. alive does it say how many people? i are don't know there's them? no figures on it well i guess one is probably too many
1: i am want to be cremated so uh, i'm not going to be buried alive i might be cremated alive but that's only gonna be a problem for a very short time yeah.
2: i'm gonna be eaten alive <laughs> I'm going to get blown up alive. I want to pile up, pile my body You're going to be alive. inflated alive? No, a giant stack of dynamite and blow me into the stratosphere.
1: Oh. Well, so you'll ask the Mythbusters to perform the ceremony.
2: I don't know if it's 100% legal, but uh, I, so I want it nonetheless.
0: This or that. Buried alive or bitten by the most venomous, dangerous snake in the world, the Taipan. Uh, As described in our previous episode on snakes, it,
2: in the snakes episode, that was the one that made that
0: kid's leg go all cotton candy. Yeah, turned into and... turned into like a movie prop. All
2: right, well, I'm going to ask you: uh, Where on your body would you get bitten by the snake? Because right like... in the
0: chest. Oh, okay,
2: the chest. You don't want to get bit there. Because uh, I was about to say, if it's if it's hands or arms or legs, I go with the bitten by the snake because you're probably going to uh, survive it. Whereas the buried alive, I mean, you got five to fifteen minutes.
1: But it's not. It's right in the middle of your chest.
0: But okay,
2: yeah.
1: I would think that that would kill you quicker, though. Like you get that, you get that bite and the poison. You're bitten right on the nipple. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I I would go for that because I would think it would kill me quicker. Like both of these are pretty much I'm dead. Definitely, you're both dead.
2: But I'm betting the thai Pan is going to be incredibly painful. And the the buried alive, you know, you eventually just pass out from asphyxiation and then never wake up again.
1: Right. After, like, minutes of freaking out and clawing (laughs) at the top of your coffins.
2: Except for the possibility that you're unconscious still. You're still, like, in your semi-comatose
0: state. And you just, like, perish, right? Okay.
1: Okay. Is it, is this a very tough, that's a very tough yeah. one.
0: Perhaps we so should call this section the lesser of two evils.
1: Ooh, <laughs> yeah. man, Boy, I think I'd have to go with the snake just because I would hope that that would kill me quicker. Yeah. Like, I, I think in both, uh, you know, barring being able to break out of my coffin and climb out, both are dead, and one of them involves me screaming and flailing and blooding my hands as I try to break free of a coffin under six feet of, of heavy earth, and the other one involves me getting bit by a snake and going, ah, and then freaking out and then dying.
2: I'm going to go with the buried alive primarily just to be contrary, contrary to Joe, but secondarily, because, you know, maybe I'll still be in a semi comatose state, but why don't I run out of air and then it will be like I went to sleep and never woke up. Whereas the Taipan sounds incredibly painful.
1: Also, there's a possibility that I would just somehow be the one in a 10 million people who is totally immune to Taipan poison.
0: Because of your mutation.
1: That's right. I I don't think my mutation would make me immune to being buried alive.
0: I'm going to say buried alive with the Taipan. Cover all my bases. I'm taking that bastard with me. We're both going down. 1993, formerly news, recently news. News News-ish. Not too distant past news.
2: Less than two decades is recent news. All right, I get it.
0: In Johannesburg.
2: The Burg of Johannes. Sifo Medlechi
0: was declared deceased after a traffic accident. Mm -hmm. How is that a buried alive story? Well, he spent two days in a metal box in a mortuary before his cries alerted workers.
2: Hold on. So he was in a
0: car accident. Declared Deceased.
2: They stuck him in a metal box in a mortuary,
0: and then he cried for help, and they let him out. Yes.
2: Wow. So it end, ended well. The story ended well.
0: It did, because, oh, no, wait, it didn't.
2: Oh. oh. I guess it wouldn't be caustic thought if it ended
0: well. Well, he was heartbroken because his fiancée, who was also hurt in the crash, doesn't believe his story, refuses to see him, thinking him a zombie returned from the dead to haunt her. Wow, that's superstitious. <laughs> that's how it goes in Johannesburg. Surely there's some kind of zombie test
2: that could be done, like sticking with a pin or something. If he goes ow, or if he
0: if he forms coherent sentences, like zombies are like God. You can't prove or disprove the existence oh. of a zombie. They could be a very clever zombie, indistinguishable from people.
2: I would have wanted standing right in front of you, going, "I'm not a zombie." That's just, you would ha- you
1: would be a zombie to say something like yeah. that. That's exactly what a zombie would say, man. I think Kevin's a zombie. (laughs) Prove to me that you're not. If Hollywood has taught me anything,
2: Uh and I always believe Hollywood, it's that zombies don't form full sentences.
1: Well, that's because Hollywood lies all the time.
0: Why don't you you cut out all that brain-eating, Kevin? What about that? kid who had asphalt dumped on him. Oh,
1: in manitoba
0: this is news news isn't it yeah this happened in 2008 yeah no i heard about this one on the news
2: like as it was happening it was horrifying i mean just it's horrifying story to hear
1: it was uh winnipeg manitoba that's where i was born almost um, almost yep in a pile of asphalt <laughs> well that explains a lot so uh, he was 15, working on a construction site. And, illegal. Uh, apparently illegal, yeah. That was l- added later on in the story, that uh, you're not allowed to work in construction under the age of 16.
0: You're heavily fined, and you're also heavily fined if you bury someone alive under asphalt. Right. So-
2: <laughs> you know what the irony of that story is? Is I'm guessing the 15-year-old kid was stoked about getting the job, because I'm sure it paid very well. It was right?
1: apparently his second summer of working for this paving company. So he worked for him when he was 14? Yeah. Yeah, He should have known
2: better
0: than to get buried in asphalt then. He's got a year's experience of not being buried in asphalt (laughs) to fall
1: back on. I got 36 years of experience of not being buried by asphalt. I'm I'm planning on cruising all the way to the end. You could totally get hired way up in the echelons of a paving company with that kind of experience of not getting buried alive. I could get two jobs because I'm over 16. So, anyway, he... uh was appearing to help unload a truck uh, when he was buried under a a large amount of asphalt. Stony Mountain resident Richard Hill said he was in his driveway loading up his truck when he heard screaming, help, help. Uh, I ran through the backyard and saw one guy running with a shovel saying, he's buried. I looked around for a shovel and ran over and began shoveling. We got down to his hair. There was just no movement. No movement at all. The uh, asphalt is kept at 165 degrees Celsius. Ugh. 329
2: degrees Fahrenheit. And I mean, hot. that's yeah. oven. Let's just say hot. That's oven hot. <laughs>
1: That is oven hot. That is pretty much where oven baking starts, is 320, 3.30, 3.45. Yeah, so and person be. baking. And <laughs> person baking. So, yeah, he died uh, very quickly, and they all they could get to was his hair, and he wasn't moving. Uh, apparently a guy's boots were melting, standing in the asphalt, as he's trying to dig this teen out. I think they actually did,
2: um, they did this story on Thousand Ways to Die, the Spike TV show.
0: And they had the clever catchphrase at the end of... Number 32. The, the
2: play on words. Yeah.
0: Asphalted.
2: Yeah. It, like f a u l t e d. The road to hell is paved with... The, the road to hell is paved with 15-year-olds working illegally. The road to Winnipeg is paved with 15-year-olds. Although although the road to Winnipeg and the road to hell is kind of synonymous.
0: I have a very recent one. Ooh, very recent. This year news. Oh,
2: 2010.
0: May 26th. Two people in their 70s are hospitalized in critical condition... After they were found buried under mounds of trash in their home on Chicago's south side.
1: Wow. What? The couple
0: hadn't been heard from in three weeks. Buried under trash? the home was packed from floor to ceiling with garbage. 79-year-old woman and 76-year-old man appear to be hoarders. Hoarders. Junk was stacked from the floor to the ceiling in the basement and first and second floors. I know about hoarders because of television
2: teaches me about them. There's numerous television shows about hoarders these days. Is that a fact? Yeah, there's one on TLC and there's one on Annie. It's called Hoarders, isn't it? Uh, One of them is called Hoarders and one is called Buried Alive. Uh, uh. Oh, there you go. Buried Alive.
0: Paramedics found the stench so overpowering they had to don hazardous material suits before going inside the home. The couple, possibly suffering from malnutrition, were (laughs) were taken to the medical center in critical condition. The building will likely have to be condemned. Ah, 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 rodents. Rodents that attacked the couple. What? <laughs> As they lay immobile under the piles of rubbish. <laughs> Rodents
2: were attacking
0: Possibly them. capybara.
2: <laughs> I gotta be honest here. This is kind of one of those... They kind of brought it on themselves moments, you right? I, I'm having a hard time generating sympathy for their plight.
0: There's a great photo of uh, this open door with just like a wad of trash yeah. behind oh, it. Oh,
2: nice. How did they even get in to rescue them? They can't even... With hazmat suits and shovels, probably. Perhaps through a different door. No wonder nobody noticed that they were missing for three weeks. They probably never came out of there. It's a shame that old people got buried under garbage, but...
0: It was their time. Thro- they lived a long and filthy life.
1: <laughs> I love how it says they appear to be hoarders. As, <laughs> as though, like, there's an alternative. It hasn't been proven in court. <laughs> you know, it could be could be that this was a very complex murder attempt. <laughs> Alleged. <laughs> Hey, that gives me an idea to get rid of my grand folks. <laughs> Johnny, you knock them out and we start hauling the trash into the house and packing it high. Go to the dump. B- Billy Two Thumbs, I want you to go get some rats and uh, let them loose. I'm just going to pour everything down the chimney.
2: The Menendez brothers, this could have been their backup plan. Bury them under garbage and walk away for 3 weeks. Movies? The greatest buried alive scene in cinema history to date is Kill Bill 2. I mean, Kill Bill Two is not a strong movie in and of itself. I like the first one way better, but that scene, that Uma Thurman fist coming right out of the uh, right out of the earth, is fantastic.
1: And it really conveyed the the panic. And yeah. even though she kind of held it together, like yeah, just but how horrible. she breathed it. slowly and calmly.
2: They did a really good job about the camera, like sort of getting into the coffin mm-hmm. with her, and you know, like going beneath the earth, and it sold sold
0: wholeheartedly the. Uh, the experience, I think. I guess now we don't have to take out that experiment with
1: Kevin being buried alive. Come on, Kevin. We'll, we'll call it reenacting Kill Bill too. You can be Uma Thurman. That's right. We'll dress you up as We'll the get bride. you a
2: suit. I've always wanted to be Uma Thurman. I've always wanted you
0: to be Uma Thurman.
2: Holy snapshot into Tarn right there. Raiders of the
0: Lost Ark. Okay, where's the buried alive in then? Indiana Jones and Marion were both uh, shut into that tomb by the Nazis.
1: Like a big, huge... Oh, well...
0: It was spacious, but yeah. they were buried alive. No, no. They were entombed alive. Yeah. just kind of a burial. Okay. It's a stretch. I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's got to be more claustrophobic than that, I think. that's just
2: You're just being shut in.
0: I don't know. I guess technically you're right. Would you prefer a burial as in The Prestige? Okay. okay. Yeah, there you go. In a traditional coffin?
1: <laughs> I'm trying to remember the burial in that. I did like that movie, but it's been a while.
0: As you may recall, there was that kind of war between the two illusionists, magicians. And um, Wolverine, what's his name? Huge Ackman. Huge Ackman. Him and Michael Caine had basically kidnapped the uh, Fallon, who was the... um, Competitor. Batman. (laughs) Christian Bale. (laughs) Christian Bale's uh, helper, (laughs) his assistant. They captured him and buried him alive. And then they set up that meeting with Christian Bale to uh, make some kind of deal. It was a pretty short little bit. Yeah, it of the was movie. a snippet. Yeah,
2: it was definitely buried alive. It
0: meets your criteria, I think. Yes,
2: yes, absolutely. My very constrained space for constrained criteria. Casino. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they they um they take Joe Pesci and his brother out into the fields and they beat them with aluminum baseball bats and they roll them into that shallow grave and they bury them alive. Besides the scene where Joe Pesci stabs the guy in the neck with a pen. In the bar, it's the most powerful scene in the whole movie, I thought. Based on a true story, yeah. well, they Joe Pesci is this crazy mobster who's drawing too much attention to their operation in Vegas. And the whole nine yards, they decide, we've got to get rid of him, right? Hmm. And his, his brother is kind of an innocent bystander. I mean, he's involved in his crew, but he's not nearly so crazy as Pesci. So when they decide they need to get rid of him, they take him and Pesci. There's like a cornfield or something. Some field of some kind of plant product
0: A plant field. This plant is what you're saying field. to me.
2: And they uh, they take them out there and they make them strip down to their underwear and then they beat them to death with or all, to near death with aluminum bats and then bury them in a shallow grave while they're still breathing. Okay. And it, it's actually a true story that actually happened in real life. Two mobsters. Two mobsters. I've seen the actual crime scene photos. Ooh. And they're in their tidy whities in a shallow grave. Grody. Yeah. <laughs> grody to the max but it's a it again it's one of those scenes in very scorsese fashion that goes on uncomfortably long and you got that sound of aluminum bats hitting skin and bone and it's so gruesome but powerful they just it puts you on the ground with those poor bastards uh blood simple for brothers first movie it's so good Mm. and there's that whole scene where uh they drag the guy out and they're going to bury him but he's not quite dead yet and they beat him with a shovel and shoot him, and just won't die. And it's awful. And they eventually just dump him in a shallow grave and leave him for dead. The mummy, the the one with Brendan Brendan Fraser. The maybe the mummy relaunch. I'm Batman just the throwing Rikers. out
0: names of movies and see if you guys can figure out if there's a buried alive scene in it.
1: Star Wars. <laughs> all, all the people on Alderaan for a very brief amount of time as the planet exploded around them were underneath a lot of dirt. In the Mummy Returns, if we're going with the uh, the wider definition of buried alive,
2: where you can be in a cavernous space but just be shut in, in the Mummy Returns, there's that little weasel character, the guy who's always trying to scam, and they shut him into the the treasure trove.
0: Hmm. Oh, yes, okay. where he's he's there, surrounded by all the treasures, and then eventually gets eaten by those flesh eating beetles. That's right. So buried alive, briefly before eaten <laughs> b- beaten eaten by beaten by beetles. <laughs> the Pit and the Pendulum, 1961, Vincent Price and Barbara Steele. I
2: don't i think i've seen the whole thing i
0: have seen the whole thing it's
2: good yeah stands up it's good good. (laughs) now uh the pendulum is the giant slicing blade that slices slices people in half right yes
0: you're not thinking of the pit i'm going something else (laughs) the the
2: pit does not swing back and forth and slice you in half no but But the the pendulum pendulum does does, yes all right uh where's the buried alive part
0: in this movie i can tell you that
2: (laughs) it's related to the pit i'm guessing
0: I watched it, but I watched it at the same time I watched The House of Usher, so I get them mixed up. Oh, you watch them simultaneously? It's like split screen? No, I just watched them like in the same marathon on Turner Classic
2: Movies. The uh, Fall of the House of Usher and The Pit and the Pendulum back to back. That's quite a tandem, actually. They're both largely considered classic films, right? Roger Corman. Oh,
0: wow. Released like a year apart, both starring Vincent Price. Can you understand my confusion
1: <laughs> Francis accuses Nicholas of planting the evidence of Elizabeth's haunting some sort of elaborate hoax Nicholas insists that his wife's tomb be opened inside the coffin They discover Elizabeth's putrefied corpse frozen in a position of writhing horror Hands clawed and mouth wide open as if in a final scream
0: And that's where Vincent Price says one of my favorite, favorite lines True True You have to hear him saying
2: that <laughs> Your Vincent Price is not up to snuff, was that No, right? no, no, no. I was It's so just the word true repeated twice? Yeah. Okay. Because he
0: was like, he's totally worried that she was buried alive. And they're like, no, 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 he's not buried alive. But eventually they get to the point where they find out he's buried. She was buried alive.
2: Oh, well. And that's his line. Probably sounds very emphatic when he says it.
1: Maybe we'll find that on YouTube if we could.
2: I mean, I kind of like, like the whole idea of uh, immurement, like in literary tradition. Like, I can't come up with, off the top of my head, an example of it, but there seemed to be. A point in time in my life where I was always reading or watching like a Twilight Zone or something like that where somebody was getting shut up in a wall bricked and,
0: up in a wall
2: yeah exactly right you know when you got people uh, are being forced to brick themselves in and as a, a form of punishment people are walling other people into walls and
0: do you think if we looked up the keyword in IMDB it would be immurement or it would be bricked up <laughs> in a wall
2: because I tried to IMDB this and there's a movie in like 2009 called walled in and so everything just points toward it it's like some stupid Katie Holmes movie or something. Oh, really? So that's why I had trouble with the research on that one. But I did find... <laughs> Couldn't get past the semantics. I, it's true. It was very late. I did find a. Uh, there's sort of a tradition folk story from a number of eastern european countries uh so it's sort of repeated in a number of different traditions but the sense of it is is that there's this stonemason who keeps trying to build like a castle or a mansion or it's the greatest commission of his life right and the thing keeps falling apart he can't make it stand up and he, he figures out that the only way to make to remedy the recurrent collapses of this particular project is to sacrifice his new bride by burying her in the foundation of the building Hmm. And that this has actually been told in a number of different ways in a number of different countries, but all in this, sort of that in traditional folk tale in Eastern Europe style. Because usually folk tales have like a lesson to be learned, right? Like there's a moral. Some, oh, the Hansel and Gretel, you got the witch in the woods. So you're like, hey, kids, don't go wandering in the woods all by yourself. Right. Some right. witch will cook you, right? Especially if you see a house made of candy. Yeah, there seems to be like a, there are all these folk tales, like Grimm's tales and whatever, always have like a lesson or a moral or whatever. And I'm not 100% sure what the lesson or the moral is to be, hey, stonemason. If you can't make a wall stand up. <laughs> if you're having trouble doing your job, how about you throw your wife, your new bride, into the foundation and sacrifice her life for your uh, professional success? Maybe it's about women or property, and it's easier to build a house than, or harder to build a house than find a new wife.
0: Perhaps it's about the foundations of love. <laughs> Perhaps it's about
1: women make good rocks. <laughs> maybe it's about men or bastards and we three men say goodbye